I sort of got secondhand from you about this thing about minimizing the now mm -hmm. has been a, something I've been practicing more and more. Like I find myself wanting to go way off into a very, very big present with like the entire future and I'll just go no mm -hmm. to myself, like no. And I come right back to what's like right here. And that I feel like has contributed to um, being able to see for the first time, like I can just say hi. And it can just be that. Now is out the future and in the past, and then it's very big. But if now is only oh, here, okay. it's okay. narrow. It's like a dean has that. I mean, when you're with him, when we're with him, you have to be present with him because he's just there. He's just present. And the difference is, is he has no responsibility. Right. The difference is, we make a choice whether to be there. Or not. Yeah, and and we're responsible for the for everything we're creating there, whereas he's not. Because he's so it's exactly that with responsibility. What we say. Um, the thing that understanding it can avoid is this incredible temptation to interpret all this as experiences that like oh i was in this place and i was there and i had it and it was incredible and now man i'm just like gone and you know like just uh, instead of instead of if you have a map and you keep you know making mistakes and mistakes and mistakes and mistakes and then you know that it's it's your choice you're creating it and it's not just a mysterious experience that sometimes happens, sometimes happens, it doesn't, and you're helpless. So I think that's one of the values of going over it step by step again. Sometimes it's just going to be words, and it's just going to be, you know, mind chatter. And then at someday, somewhere, it may actually shift our whole relationship to, to our experience. There's something that I wanted to say um, was that I've noticed that there's a difference between, like, um, like when I get into that place and stopping the energy and, and getting into the place of there being a gap and keeping the energy flowing. And it's something about being related um, to people, like being in a relationship. Like I can sit there perfectly still and like and, and like hold the space and be but then like the like nothing gets in or I don't let anything in. And there's like this distinction that I want to make about like when I notice that there's space, that, that I automatically go, well, shit, I don't want space. I want to, I want to feel that, and I want to push back. I like, I want that with people. But um, there's there's another way to do it where the energy is still flowing, and like you can receive, like from somebody else, and um, like still keep that space. And I'm really interested in finding out about that because the idea of, of completely like detaching. Um, you know, I don't want to be not affected by anything. I still want to be moved by things. But I want to, you know, like have that space and be much more conscious about choosing what I allow myself to respond to. So what's in the gap? I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's this, a way of being still or connecting with someone from a place of a question. There's really a lot of things that are made out of nothing. A lot of things that are made out of nothing, and a question is one of them. A real, authentic, good question. A powerful question is made out of nothing. What else is made out of nothing? What else is in the gap? Commitment. Commitment is made out of nothing. 
Yeah. Great. What else? Compassion. Compassion. Joy. Joy. I would say the big yes. The big yes is made out of nothing. What else? Relationship. Relationship. Spontaneous invention. Service. Service. Contact. Contact. Creation. Creation. Possibility. Innocence. Innocence. Love. These it's made out of nothing. That's what's in the gap. So that's what you have access to, and I think that you don't have access to those things in the external video or the internal video. The only only place you have access to that's in the gap. So, I have a, I have a question because I think we are we are talking about it as if we don't have a reference point for that, and I think we have that in meditation because that's for me that's the point where I um, I am in this this gap. If I am really med meditating, I am in this gap because I'm not feeling my the pain in my legs and what's what's going in inside of me, and I'm not disturbed by what what's outside. I, I have to be in that gap. So I think it's a good training, and we all know what what that reference is. Yeah, we do, or we wouldn't be here in Cantu. I would even say that I don't know. It doesn't even seem like it has to be so formal as meditation. I mean, I, I think that if we start paying attention to it, we actually all go in and out of the gap all the time. Walking from here to the dining room, we all probably, probably you know, we enter into it. For a while. Mm -hmm. So is the zone the gap? I think that when you're functioning at a high level, you're not there. Oh, definitely. That's the zone. So that's the gap. Can I say that again? When, you're, when you're functioning at a high level, mm -hmm. when you're playing tennis in competition, mm -hmm. and you're, you're you're just moving in present, you're focused, and it's just happening. Like You're not thinking about uh -huh. running over to the side of the court. It's like happening. Mm -hmm. That's when, when life is at its best, you're mm -hmm. not there. Mm -hmm. And life is really happening, you're not there. And that's the gap. Mm -hmm. That's flow? Okay, so same thing. All right. But yeah, well, my experience, I don't know, my, my experience of the zone is that there's uh, so much attention. Yeah, that's I mean, attention. It's like, it's, that's all there, there's like this, like the tennis ball is this big. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's there's just, that's what it, that's what's there. Yeah. Yeah, I've experienced that in the event and just serving and serving and like really wanting to just serve people. And I got crashed after the last event. I just sort of, like Sunday night, I was just like, I, if anybody even looked at me, I wanted to puke, you know. It was like because? I, because I didn't keep the gap, probably. I was just reacting. Well, just as a side note, when you're serving the space, you have access to the energy of the space. So if you're trying to do all of this under what's called monkey power, which is like your body, your own energy, you will be wiped. Mm -hmm. You can't serve with monkey power. You gotta, you can access, what? Well, monkey power is just their body. It's like effort, will, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna make it happen like that. But 
you have access to an infinite amount of energy in service. If you become who you are as a space, like who I am as the space, I'm the space through which transformation occurs. So like all, like all I am is really a tube. So when you're a tube, then you're just in service and juice flows through you. You just, like what you're saying, what you're being, what you're giving away, what, what difference that you're making, all isn't even yours. It's just coming from the space that you're serving. You're serving something greater than yourself. So as that's happening, you're not even using your own energy. So how do you do that? Like how, how do I stand in the event and like be fed by well, I always I imagine... Yeah. Start by saying we've all done it. Right. Okay. Well, I want to. How did I do it? Like, how did you do that? How did I do that? Right. Or notice the time when it. Like, how can you say it in a way that I'll notice the time that I did that? Yeah, I want. I want right. like. Um, so remember I'm, when I whispered in your ear about. Following my guidance. Yeah. yeah. And you did. So that. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's without thinking. It's just being. It's just. Just saying what's there yeah but it, but it's all about it's not about just me it's not about you at all well I, that's I, the thing i do like that's what i notice is i get into this place where i'm service is happening and results are happening and then all of a sudden my mind will jump in and i want to take ownership of that and like i talked to you about that and then i just notice it and it's like i'm just i just wait now it's like okay here goes the crash because like i i made it about me and I then I know the door is gonna slam. I'm, I'm gonna be ejected from the space. And you know. well, like for me, like I I flip into like manic a manic state where I don't sleep. I'm like obsessed. Like I you know, like I go the other way. Like I just get like I'm a hundred percent driven and I mean you know, if I didn't have a family or whatever I could just turn into like that would be the new machine. Right. That's, that's why you're not supposed to do this until you're 40 or have, and have kids in the Jewish tradition. Well, I remember um, the situation when, when I was cooking for the practicum, and, and there were just a lot of people in, in Germany. We were like 120 people, and I was like trying to work there and cook there like the whole day from six o'clock till night and then like the third day i was like totally wasted and i thought i can't do that any one single minute any longer and then finally like i really went down and i couldn't go any anymore so and then i um i imagined like like i'm being this channel and i'm really connected to this to this energy that's um, coming through me. And when I want to serve, then I have to be connected to that energy. And I'm just, um, like I'm taking this energy and I'm just giving it away. And by giving it away, I get more energy that I can give away again. So I'm just really this channel and everything is just flowing through me. And then um, after I got that, um, it's, it's um, it was so easy and it was the last day and it was like really a lot of work and it was just easy. I had a lot of energy and it wasn't a problem anymore and I had a lot of fun and it was really this pleasure of, of serving but I had to be connected to this um, to this energy, to this something bigger than me doing it out of my own willpower. I have to work now because I want to serve or something that it just didn't work. 
that's that's what it is. Because when you come from doing, it, like doing is all this effort, and it's like the addiction to doing, and then the machine is just about doing, and the being is just like it's a, that's the different quality. And you know, somebody told me that when we're born, we all have a tendency to be a doer. You know, we we either like we're a doing machine, or we kind of are a you know, a more passive machine or whatever, or, you know, we're able to be still. And so, like, for me, like, a big driver is doing, but, like, what I want to do is take, or, again, do, but, like, where I want to shift is to take my tendency over to more the being, and then the action that arises from that will have a whole different quality. What and, I wa- and that would be the gap, because then it's not about me and it's not it about be doing. The same action. Yes. It's the same action, so really it's an internal shift. It's an but internal it's, shift but it's massive. Yeah, it's a huge shift. Yeah. Like what you said about your being a doctor, like how it shifted for you. Yeah, so it don't have to change anything. It's just being different about it. Yeah. What I really wanted to say with what I was saying is that like sometimes when people say it's not about doing but it's about being I go like, yeah, okay, but then in the situation I don't I forget, I don't know, you know, what, what how, how can I do that just being and in this situation it was really a very practical question for me because I knew I had to do this job and I had three more days and like and, and I had to be there and then um, so it was really a question how do I get into the state of being and and have enough energy to do that and then a woman did an exercise with me and she um, really let me um, like visualize me being a queen and being um, like sitting at this throne and with all these people around me and really being connected with this energy and I really like have this this visualization of um, being a channel to this energy and I just give it away and every time like I'm in this kind of situation again I just remember that and then I know okay I don't have it I don't have to um, to make that out of my own effort, but it's just there. So that's like as it comes through you, a little bit peels off into you. As it as the energy comes through you, mm-hmm. you're fed by it. Yeah. And it, you're taken care of. Mm-hmm. That thing will take care of you so that you can serve as a tube. Because mm-hmm. it needs tubes. Mm-hmm. So if you want if you say I'm a tube, see that's something you do volitionally. It's something you declare or assert. To the universe you say I am a tube use me as a tube if you say that this little this giant whatever it is this what you're serving goes I smell a tube I need tubes you know and the more tubes that that it has and it takes care of the tube it takes it and you can actually radically rely on that thing to take care of you if you are in service you can rely radically on it. You can That means you can walk into situations that you have no answer, no information, and still be able to handle it um, because because it's necessary to that that you're serving. And that's the key thing, is the necessity of it. If you start doing something that's not necessary to that what you're serving, forget it. So you have to have like a necessity detector. Mm-hmm. The thing about doing that thing, the exercise that you did about the Mm-hmm. and whatever, mm-hmm. that was the model. Like, mm-hmm. like you're yeah. saying that mm-hmm. that was the model that's being right. mirrors life so well that that's why it, right. it works. Mm-hmm. What model? Well, it's the same, I m
this, this, um, this image of me being a queen and sitting on a throne and just taking the energy and being a channel and giving it, giving it away. And it really works. Like it's like I can like have it here like this and then it's there. So. Sydney? I was just going to say this is exactly what Porno was talking about, about becoming low maintenance. Yes. And you become, a, you become where you don't need maintenance and then you can, you can be of Stoic. service or you can, you can um, uh, what, did he, what was he saying? Become useful. You can become useful and then you'll get everything you need and you're totally taken care of and it's already always all there. So that's what we're about here. That's what we're about. So out of being useful, something will show up, and we call that your project. Um, and there, there's the real world out here. The real world involves energy, money, people, things, um, relationships, systems, organization, um, you know, computers, taxes, delivery dates, materials coming in and out, you know, <laughs> renting spaces. It's real. It's the real world. And the real world, <coughs> as Warner Earhart says, is hard and persistent and will knock you on your ass every time. So we're, we are about using the real world. We're, we're putting those two things together. You being useful and serving something greater than yourself and fulfilling the promise that you are, your promise of life, and the real world. And we're putting those two things together, and that's your project, the assignment. Thinking about that, so I've had this experience the last few weeks where I've kind of been in that space, and it's because I was really into like people who work for me and getting the job done, and the guy I was working for, and, you know, I was just like, just in it, and then um, so that's the real. And then all of a sudden, you know, along with this was a kind of a money stream that was going on along. And when that money stream got threatened, I, you know, that energy actually fell apart for me. But, but the project fell apart. You know, we just shut down and moved the whole operation somewhere else. But you know, but so but something which I'm still sort of sitting and working with is us to get. Something occurred there, I, you know, for me, or for, so we should stop the flow in that particular area. And so, you know, that is the real world coming up in my face, and I didn't have an answer for it. And I know I got, no, I got knocked problem. off. I got knocked off base. That's called having a problem. Okay. And then, and then fear comes up, no. and if you know. That's exactly what happened. My fear came out. Yeah, and, 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 and you I, know, but I, I didn't see the possibility. You know, I could have just walked around and just looking back to the internal video. Right. And react. So I, guess, I got stuck with my entire video at that point. Yeah. And then the whole house of cards falls, and then you're, you know, you're kind of back to. Well, it's like all you gotta do is move into the gap. Yeah. You can whatever happens, you can recreate it. Yeah. You can recreate it. You go into the gap, you can recreate whatever problem there was, you can recreate it to your 
satisfaction right. just by going back into the gap. Any book, I, like if you read books about great people, they, like one of the techniques they use is they like evaluate every day or their week. They'll go back and they'll look at everything that they did, like if they have a day plan or whatever, and they're willing to look at their mistakes. And by looking at their mistakes, they're willing to learn from them. And what I noticed about myself is like, I don't want to look. I would rather, you know, clean toilets, you know, anything, you know, eat hot cereal. I don't want to look. Like, I just, I don't want to face it again. Like, I've got all this energy about not looking. And, you know, that's where we stop ourselves. Like, we could learn so much if we just could get over, you know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Just like, just the way that you just said that thing. I mean, I, I do the same thing and I just got, God, what if it was like just reading the papers and, oh, look, and I blew it there because of my fear. Oh, well, I'll, you know, I'll go back to that situation and do something different, you know. It's so, you know, it's kinda, so light. I got that. It's great. You know, it's like, you can just go, I mean, I got interested in looking at, looking at it. I mean, yeah, got, what did you mean when you said you've got a problem? I, I just wanted to anchor that as a definition of what a problem is. It's like you have a situation, you have a condition, and you have you don't know what to do, like you're stuck. So I want to na- I want to define that as a problem, and um, we'll we'll do an exercise. Listen, they're having snacks at twelve, right? I want to send a pod at twelve thirty. Instead of can I change the schedule? It's it's always two different so, in any case, I don't want to. I would want to keep going. What I would do is I would take a person, send them over, grab whatever, bring in, bring some over here. Is there a volunteer? Somebody wants to do that. So, Steve, you want to do this? Okay. Now? I don't know if it's now or in 30 minutes from now. One schedule says it's now. I heard there's two different snack times. Okay. Oh, this says one to 12:30. Okay. Okay. So 12:30, we'll do it. Actually, can I get some we have an infinite number of possibilities. And once you get that, like, you can fail and do it. You can have like five million do-overs. It doesn't matter. Like that's the key. Like that's the thing for me. Like I just got like I really know. Like I could do anything. Like I really get it. And and I could try. You know, like and I could do something else. And I. I mean, it just. You know. It seems like the thing. Part of that is is that. We have it. We have it wired. We have it wired that the only acceptable result is that the job gets completed, you get the money, and everybody's happy. Well, I know. No, but that's what we all do. It's like right. we we have it set up that there Try has to be. Try not to do the I know thing. Try not to do the I know thing. Okay. That we have there's an outcome that we have one outcome that we're open to, and and like that works, and everything else is considered to be not okay and it seems like the infinite possibilities partly comes when you have your attention on something other than the outcome like there's something else that the outcome is a vehicle for like it's just a focus point for some 
process to occur in 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 us. It's like Paul was saying with the archery, you know, once right. once you get in position, you don't look at the target again. It's and that's what your goal is. You know, you put your goal is out there, but then it's not about your goal anymore. It's about where you are right now. And <clears throat> I had another thought but I forgot. So I would say that that's what the wiring is about over here, is that we have things wired up a certain way. And if we can learn to rewire, we first have to see that the green wire is soldered to the, to the red wire, and it needs to be soldered to the green wire. And we can simply, we'll do the, um, a demonstration on here this afternoon, and you can see how to take a wire that's soldered to the wrong wire and heat it up and pull it apart and make a nice clean separation and then bring it over to the other wire and solder it back together again with a nice clean bond. And that's exactly an exact metaphor. It's a model to use for our own working with ourselves and when we're working with other people. It's exactly the same. And in the book, that book, it talks about, like, we did surveys, and they gave people beepers, and the beeper, like, went off every 45 minutes, and then people wrote down, you know, to track if they were in a flow experience or not, and they had, like, 1 to 10 of, like, how they felt. And what they found was that people had to have, like, a certain amount of challenge to be in a flow experience. So say, like using tennis, like that's one of the examples they use. Like when you're learning tennis, at first, if it's just way too hard, it's no fun at all. And if it's so hard, you won't stay with it at all. You won't stay with it, period. But if you can get like the perfect balance of challenge and ability, you know, then you're, you're in. And, and that changes and grows. Like, and then once you start to have some mastery, then you have to find, you know, an opponent who, you know, has just enough to, like, to test your skill. And it's like that really with everything that we do. So, like, the problem that you had, it could have been if it was, maybe it was just, like, too big or at that moment you were depleted or, like, other stuff was in the way. But at other times that problem could have been just, like, like, a, like something that you got juiced on and you, like, handled it and then through that like you were bigger and what you get like Clint said is you get harder jobs you know that's the thing like if you if you only stay on the lowest two monkey bars you don't gain mastery see you know and I'd also like to put it in our hands as to whether it's too hard I mean like in a way it's not you know but it's not right but it's but I mean up to a point point or maybe even completely we actually decide whether in that moment you know we are it's too big for us or not if we can be conscious enough or aware enough or, or clear enough or committed enough to our own responsibility then it's we are the ones who are setting up those definitions of whether it's too hard i'm kind of wanting to get started I feel like we're just talking and talking. You come over here. Um, somebody move the slingshot stand. I need all those chairs moved out of that little corner. I need the video table moved to the side a little bit. Okay? And only move as far as you need to move in order to get out of the way. And that's, that's like what's up with you. It's like, well, watch what will happen. 
good. Just leave the balls. Leave the balls. We'll handle. We got plenty of balls. You got hit, right? Yeah. Okay. Pay attention to that. Good. You notice how she went back to first position right afterwards. Mm -hmm. there, like she went right back to center, even though she had to move way out of the way. Like a lot of people, what happens when the ball, when the problem comes at us and we have to move out of the way, we get over here, we get pissed off, and we stay over here for about a week. And then finally, accidentally, we end up back here in the middle again. But what Lisa did was like, back in the middle again. Okay, did she move too much or enough or not enough? A little too, too, too much. Too much. A little bit too much. So culture. When There's something going on in your face yeah, yeah. that is excess. So put your center here. Bend your knees just a little bit. Could, and move from there. You could also just move your arm instead of two oh, going yeah, yeah. Good. Um, a little bit more. You can also know, like as soon as the ball's left his hand, we're ready to move it up. You don't need to wait until it's halfway through. Okay. Are you starting to get the feel of this? Yeah. Okay. Are you okay with this? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> okay. So we're going to all do this. Um, 